welcome to Okie Anime Podcast. I'm Pac. And I'm Insane Paulson. Welcome to the show, everybody. Today we'll be discussing the anime movie Your Name about two strangers living each other's lives. Basically another Freaky Friday, an amazing and breathtaking story that I fully enjoyed. I enjoyed this one a lot. No action, zero action, guys. And I loved this movie. You guys know me. I'm more of an action-packed type guy, and this has none. And golly, I I loved this movie. Yep, was, I absolutely loved it. The scenery, beautiful. Beautiful. Anime. The artwork was just beautiful. Yeah. Everything was, about it was amazing. The story, definitely a little bit of confusion in there at oh, times, yeah. but it was one of the best movies I think that I've seen. Yep. Including the Ghibli films, I I love this movie. This 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 is a high tier movie. I've never been much of a movie guy. I don't know why, but it pushes me away for some reason whenever it's movies, and so I just never get around to watching them. Right, I got you. But this was amazing, and I think this might bring me into watching more of them. Oh, this definitely uh, made me uh, go search for some more movies. Uh, I definitely put some on my list. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a few here and there. I miss Suzume in theaters, unfortunately. Yep, I actually just put that one on my list uh, yesterday. On Is my... it on Crunchy? Uh, no, I put it on the list for me to watch. Oh, okay. I've been seeing it on my Funimation uh, advertised, but... Really? I haven't seen anything about it yet on any streaming platform, so I'm still yet to watch it. But I've seen, like, movies. All the Ghibli films I've seen. I've seen Whisker Away. I've seen A Silent Voice, a few others, but this one definitely topped them to me. This, I'll say this, this was my first anime movie, other than Demon Slayer. Like, this is my first non-action-packed anime movie, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, no, I I don't know if I can put it above princess minoanake for me because i absolutely adore that movie that's been one of my favorites in my since my childhood yeah i got you just seeing this majestic reindeer looking giant <laughs> spirit creature <laughs> sprawling through the woods yeah is something that i will never forget from my childhood but i got you i don't know if i can place it above that just because of the nostalgia right but as current i love this movie and i would put this on top of everything right now uh i'd I'd put this movie on top just just for the simple fact that it's just so beautiful the world that they illustrated it oh my gosh i i couldn't stop watching it just because it was the the (laughs) way the water glistened off like with the sun hitting and everything no your favorite part was Talkie squeezing his own boobs, switching balls. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was. That was the beauty for you. No, no, no. I thought that was funny because I, I probably would have done the same thing. They're so realistic. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mitsuha saying, "I have to pee." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she had no idea what to do. Nope, she definitely sat down to pee though. Sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I do, too, whenever I'm at people's homes, because it's just, it's less splatter. And You, <laughs> you, you sit down at people's houses to go potty? Whenever I'm at somebody else's house, like a, their personal house, yes, because I don't want to splatter all over their Hell shit. Hell no, you know? I'm splattering on it all over everything, baby. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, you get splatter on the floor, on the toilets, on the rim. Not technically. I put up the toilet seat no matter what. I don't. 
You don't put up the toilet nope. seat? I don't. I'm not a I'm not a toilet seat putter upper. Oh hell no. I I wipe We're the talking toilet. about the actual toilet seat, like the one that you sit down to shit. Yeah, I don't lift it up. You're a nasty bitch. Wow. You know why I don't lift it up? Because I live in a house full of women. <laughs> and they bitch when I leave it up. So I, what I started doing was I'll go in there and I'll like hover like over the toilet seat. And I'll shoot straight down. And then if anything splatters, I'll just wipe it off. Yeah, silence. <laughs> lift up the toilet seat, Kyle. It's not hard <laughs> to lift it up and put it down. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I mean, it it, it saves from uh, any mess. You know, it saves from any mess is just lifting up the toilet seat, too. I know, but later you got to go back and clean it right then and there. You just wipe it off. If I, it, like at home, if I lift up the toilet seat, I pee, I grab the paper towels, and I'll wipe around the room just to make sure I get the leftover really? splatter off every time. See, I and I don't know if that's because of my mother. My mother used to. She taught you that way, huh? Yeah. And she also didn't know exactly how to teach me how to be standing up. Right. Well, being alone at that time. Right. I got you. So it was just. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually I learned would. how to like squat in public toilet bathrooms to take a shit. Like I squat like a baseball player. Like I'm, like I'm playing catcher. <laughs> you hover? Yeah. No, like I, I take my feet. I put it right on the toilet on the toilet really? seat, and I will take a shit squatting. Because all right, so like in the Philippines with my mom, yeah, her home did not have a toilet. It was basically a hole in the floor. Yeah, that's where the waffle stomp comes from. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I don't know if mom's shitting's like super precise. Like I don't know if she was able to like drop a dude straight into the fucking hole. Oh wow! I don't know. If, I don't know if that's even possible, but. That's the way I imagine, like, them shitting into a hole. Yeah. Straight in. Talking, like, three-pointer. Oh, wow. Swish. Yeah. That's what I think about. (laughs) Because I I can't, like you said, I can't imagine turd stomping something. Like, I just... No, I, I can't. I couldn't do that myself. Just being where we're from. (laughs) Oh yeah, we're we're spoiled as hell being where we're from. Yeah. I don't know if you ever tried a bidet. A bidet. A bidet. I don't know. If I, I ended could up do buying that. one, dude. And you know what? It was awkward as hell at first, like getting splashed in your butthole. It was weird. Uh, yeah, you still got to wipe. I mean, you wipe off the water, and then sometimes you get a little excess on there. But I mean, it's <laughs> but it's nice and clean. I'm not gonna lie, it it was all right. Did it scare and you? It scared the shit out of me the first time. And what was funny, the first time that I actually bought one, I hooked it up right, uh-huh. and then I was trying to figure out how it worked. And I wasn't sitting down on the toilet, but I turned it on and it sprayed me <laughs> right in my fucking face. So I don't know if that's actually clean water or if it's just toilet water. It's the, it's, it's the water coming from, straight from your water line. Oh, okay. So it's clean. Yeah. It's, so we're good. Yep. Okay. Yep. That little water spigot underneath the toilet, that's where it's coming from. Okay. I got you. Yeah. It's not the, not the bowl water itself. That would just be disgusting. Yeah, no, that's what I thought it was. So no. I was kind of, I was kind of disgusted whenever it first happened. But then I remember one time it shot me right in the middle area. Yeah, it was kind of painful. Ooh, that that much. I don't know if I put, I don't it. know if I put on the water pressure too high. Like, <laughs> you can adjust it. Yeah. 
and I think I might have cranked it up a little bit too much because I, I remember after that, I think I just barely just a little, yeah. little notch. Yeah. And it was still powerful. It still had some firepower really? on it. Yeah. Well, I guess it's got to have some velocity on it to get all that poo off you. Yeah. And I mean, it definitely did. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. I've never tried one and I don't plan on it. You should. Really? Do you still have one at your house? No, not anymore. It's at the old house. I, uh, I, I, I didn't remove it. I got you. Yeah. Well, hell. I might have to look into it. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Anyways, back on yeah, back to the been, anime. We've been spending what six, seven minutes now talking about toilets, toilets, <laughs> <laughs> going to the bathroom. That took a weird turn. Yeah, it did. All right, well, let's go ahead. Let's get into this anime a little bit. Like yeah. I said, this was one of my favorites. It was a breathtaking scenery. Everything about it was great. Oh, yeah. And honestly, I watched the dub and the sub. I watched the sub first, of course. I always do. Yeah. And I loved the voice actors and actresses. Yeah. Everything was, it seemed like it was on point. And then I watched the dub and I was actually able to pay a lot more attention to what was details. going on, of course. Yeah. Details outside of that. Mm -hmm. And the voice actors in the English version, too, were amazing. Yeah. Dang good. I didn't watch this. And I'm not, a bit, I'm not a big fan of the English voice actors and the dubs and all that. Mm -hmm. I never really have been, mainly because of Dragon Ball Z shit show, you know? You know, <laughs> Kyle, yeah, I mean, you know God, what I'm why you got to shit on my Dragon Ball Z like that? I don't, I don't think it's that bad, man. It's it's the grandfather. It, it is what really it is. is. It, well, you wouldn't have Naruto I know, without I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying. I know exactly what you're saying. And I'm, <sighs> I, I just like to push your buttons. I know that's your favorite. <sighs> He likes he likes to shit on my anime a lot. So what? We like to have a little bit of screaming contest. It's like we're in the gym or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, back off track again. Now we got to get back on track. Yeah. So we start off this anime and with the with the beautiful comet coming down from the sky. Mm -hmm. It looks amazing, and all, all of a sudden you see this one piece breaking off. It's flaming red instead of blue and white, like the remainder of it. And then we flip over to, was it, first scene was we went over to Mitsuha. Mitsuha. And it was Taki in her body. Yeah. Which was kind of, it, that was that, confusing at first. I didn't understand because. Right. Because he woke up. And uh, he was confused. He looks down, he sees breasts on himself, and he starts grabbing himself. and. He's trying to. He thinks it's a dream, of course. Mm -hmm. I think any of us would. Yep. This is the first time that it's happened. He's grabbing himself, and then a little girl opens up the door. It's yeah. Mitsuha's little sister. Yeah, she's a little weirded out, and she's definitely weirded out, questioning what she's doing because she's used to her sister, mm -hmm. and that's not her. Right. So she sees this. She opens up the door. She's befuddled, and then she says breakfast is ready and slams the door right so at uh, this scene right here it it kind of confused me a little bit because we're starting off with mitsuha taki's in mitsuha's body and then it goes to mitsuha well we continued with mitsuha a little bit downstairs yeah and but she's acting normal now like right, she knows exactly, exactly what she's doing she opens up the rice maker yep like Nothing has happened. Not missing and this, beat. And this was during my in the first playthrough that I watched this. It was confusing. 
Yep, I was a little Second confused. time, I was still a little confused because I'm trying to figure out because if you watch the whole movie, they they're confused for the most part, and you hear that their friends are like, "You were acting weird the other day." Mm-hmm. But he comes downstairs. He's acting. Taki's acting normal, and Mitsuha's has a body. So this made me question: Was this actually Mitsuha in this mm-hmm. scene where she went downstairs? I she opens up the was. rice maker because the grandma was like, "Oh, you're acting normal today." Mm-hmm. So that made me feel like even though we saw Taki and Mitsuha's body right there, mm-hmm. as soon as she went downstairs, it's like they clipped over to the next day because it seemed like it was a day rotational. Yep. And I was a little confused at that. And I'm thinking now that with the second playthrough that that was actually meets they transferred over to Mitsuha being in Mitsuha's body. Mm-hmm. I got you. I'm following. Yeah, but I was a little confused there. But then we also, we she goes to school. She sees her friends. Her friends are like, she says good morning, and then her friends are all like, whoa, who is this? Yeah. And then her real best friends, her two best friends, they start to say, oh, you actually knew where class was or something like that. Or you yeah, you, acting you, like you know what's going on today. Right, exactly. Because, of course, Taki not knowing anything is asking <laughs> all sorts of questions. Honestly, mm-hmm. probably scared because... She don't remember nothing. Yeah, he doesn't remember anything because Some he doesn't know of- anything amnesia yeah so anyway after all that we clip over to taki and taki's in his normal body we haven't seen mitsuha and taki's body yet right but we clip over to taki and his body and then he meets up with his or his dad calls him down to eat yep and he says to today was your your day turn. to cook breakfast yep and he didn't yeah, but he's told him to grab some. What did he say? What, did he say miso? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know if it was miso or what, but he told him to grab some miso or something like that for breakfast. And then he left. He said, even if you're late, go to school. Mm-hmm. So Taki goes to school, and his buddies are there. They're on top of the roof. They're eating their lunches, and then they ask him, where's his lunch? Taki didn't bring any because. So they split it. So they split it. Yeah. <laughs> what happened after that? You know, we messed up though because that was Mitsuha and Taki's body. Yeah. Yeah. It is Mitsuha and Taki's body because she's confused on what's going on. Yep. So we're, I think the directors were wanting us to be a little confused with them. Yeah. I think that's what their, their vision was. So anyway, just to correct ourselves, Mitsuha is in Taki's body in this moment in time. Yeah. Because she wakes up, she doesn't know what's going on either. She no, has to acting, find her way acting, to school. Yep, she has to use GPS, girly. or not GPS, but she uses maps mm-hmm. to find her way to school. And then her, she meets up with her friends at school, and they're like, how did you get lost coming to school? Right. So then they ask about the lunch, and then she's like, oh, I didn't bring any lunch. So they split the lunch with her. And then, then they talk about going to a cafe, yep. which has been her lifelong dream. She doesn't have cafes in a small town, right? and she just wants to... She wants to live in Tokyo. She wants to have this experience. She's tired of living in that small town living. Yep, she, she is. She hates it. Yep, she wants something exciting, something new. Yep. And so they invite her to go to a cafe, and she just gets super excited. Oh, a cafe? A cafe? <laughs> yeah, like way excited. Like, like, she, like she'd never been because she hasn't. But right. they're like, what the fuck is Taki talking about? Yeah. We'd, we'd probably go to this cafe every single week. Yep. This is normal for us, but why are you so excited? Yep, and then they get to the cafe. So they get to the cafe, and they've got dogs inside, and she's just amazed. Mm-hmm. There's animals inside this cafe. She can't stop staring at these dogs. And then they ask if she's ready to order, and 
then she orders she takes the picture of it next clip it just vanishes looks delicious and then she gets yeah. a text from work saying you're late or where yep. are you and then she asks her friends uh where do i work yep so she's just showing more that confusion. there's more confusion there she gets to work and she doesn't know what the hell she's doing. She doesn't no. know how to serve tables. She doesn't know how to clean the dishes or take the dishes to the kitchen. She doesn't know anything that's going I mean, on here. It's so fast paced, especially compared to the life where right. she lives. She lives in a small town, slow, probably. That's all I can imagine because yep. you don't have that big city rush. Nope, I know don't. what it's like to be in a small town. I mean, it's it's slow. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> it can be boring from time to time. Oh, you yeah. got to travel a good distance to get to anything yep. relatively fun or exciting. Yep. Like mine was forty five minutes to an hour just to get to Tulsa. Yeah. I mean it's Yeah, for sure. But anyway, she's not used to this and she's in there and there's these guys in there eating and they're making com- a complaint about a toothpick being in their pizza. Yeah, this yeah. is an Italian restaurant that they're in. Yeah. They have pasta everywhere, they have pizza everywhere. <clears throat> but this guy's complaining about a toothpick being in his pizza. He's like, I wonder what could have happened. He's kind of acting like he's in a, a part of a gang, maybe the yeah or something. I don't even yeah, know if was a thing at this moment in time, but I mean it I think it is. It's modern day. Okay, I don't know. But <laughs> I got you. I'm not into that shit. I'm just a part of the narcos, you know. Ah yeah, I got you. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> That's all that matters. But uh, anyway, yeah. Th- this guy's acting like he's a part of a gang. He's taking control over, or not taking control, but he's acting like he's higher, more superior. Yeah, he's acting like he's a badass. Yeah, so he confronts her, and I think Taki knows that he should just listen to what's going on, apologize, mm-hmm. comp their meal, mm-hmm. but she doesn't. No. Mitsuha's is like, um, I don't think we have pizza or we don't have toothpicks, toothpicks in this establishment. Yep, and then the uh, yeah, and I don't know what establishment doesn't have toothpicks, but oh yeah, I mean I'm pretty sure all of them do. Yeah, but she says that, and then everybody's like, "What the fuck are you doing? You're messing with this guy." So then the friend, I can't remember her name. She's she's, uh, she's like the, she's like the banger of the whole entire establishment. Everybody wants her. Yeah, and she comes up. She's like, "I'll handle this." And then pushes Mitsuha, Taki, to the side. So she comps this guy's meal. And Mitsuha's over there with one of the other co-workers. And he's like, what are you doing? What are you (laughs) thinking? (laughs) What is going through your head right now? And all all the while, uh, Mitsuha thinks this is a dream. Yeah. Because she's saying, I wish this terrible dream would just end while she's working. Because she's getting flustered at work. Oh, yeah. I would be, too. Yeah, I mean, especially going from one extreme to another extreme, mm-hmm. complete polar opposites of what you're doing. Oh yeah, completely different. Yeah. So anyway, they wake up on their sa- in their sa- their normal bodies. Yeah. The next day. Yeah. And they they go out there acting like everything's normal, everything's fine, it's a normal day, and then they realize their friends, their family, everybody's like, "You're a completely different person today." Yep. yep. Your your normal self. And this is where she starts to question what's going on. Yep. Like, is she going crazy or what? Yep. So they get questioned this. They're questioning themselves now. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't remember anything from the past day. They think their yesterday was two days ago, it seems like. Yep. 
but their friends are telling them, yeah, you did this yesterday. Yeah, you did this yesterday. Yeah, you did this. Right. And then they're like, okay, so what the fuck is going on? <laughs> so then the next time they're they're they live their normal lives for the day and all yeah. that. Then they they're back in each other's bodies. They swapped again. When did we see are we coming up on the part where we see the note of who are you in the notebook? Yes. So, yeah, that was it. That, you're right. So during this normal day, she sees, she's flipping through her notebook and she says, and there's a note in there that says, who are you? And she's questioning. She's her puzzled. She's, yeah, she's very confused. And then her, she's talking to her friends at school. Yep. I think it was it at school. No, it was on a park bench, maybe. They were on their way home. Yeah. I think they were on their way home. Okay. She's uh, going to the cafe. Yeah, you're right. They're going to the cafe, yeah. which is a park bench with snacks. With a, with a vending machine <laughs> next to it. Yeah. So she questions them. And she's mm-hmm. like, you wrote that in my book. Yeah. And then we clip over to Taki and Taki's talking to his friends and he's questioning them. And he's like, you're the one who wrote my, you're the one who took my cell phone. Yep. And then everything's just mass confusion for them for sure now. Yeah. So anyway, there's that note that's who are you? And they're realizing that this is real. Yeah, this is We real. are actually swapping bodies. Mm-hmm. So then they go back and they, they both start to think maybe we can communicate with each other through these notes that, so they start leaving notes on each other's hand on their bodies. Yep. And then they leave little checklists in their phones of what they do each day, what's going on. And neither of them, I don't think like it because they're living that person's life differently. Yep. It's not who they are. So they're putting up a persona that, Hey, Taki, I'm very happy. I'm very sweet on the inside. Mm -hmm. And he's not, He's right. he's nice, but he's rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. Very shy guy, not outgoing. Mm-hmm. He keeps in his inner circle. Yep, and she when she becomes him, she's more of the outgoing and more uh more flirtatious. Yep. People have crushes on him now. Yep. And then whenever he's in her body, she's very proper. Mm-hmm. Like she's a very proper person because she's the mayor's daughter. Yeah. But whenever he's in there, it's not that way. He slouches, he's he acts like a boy. Yeah, he's acting like a boy. He's very athletic in school, so he's yep. doing so, fucking Larry Bird fadeaways. Oh yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he turns into turns into a little badass at basketball. That's yeah, for sure. yep. So they're living these their lives completely differently. People are seeing them differently. The manager at the store at the restaurant. Is starting to have a crush on Taki. Dates get planned that he doesn't want because he's not that kind of person. Right. And they start questioning each other. They're riding on each other now. They're riding idiot and all this other stuff on each other's Fool. bodies and Sharpie. Yep. And they're they going don't like at it. it. Yeah, they're, they're going, they're, at, they're going at it pretty hard. And then yeah. all of a sudden, they're. I feel like they start to work together okay. Yep, they do. They start to work together well, and everything's going great. And they're both enjoying it because they both want to live these opposite lives. Yep. Taki wants to live the peaceful life. She wants to live the fun and outgoing life. Yep. She wants to live in Tokyo. Yep. That's her dream. Yep. That's where she wants to be. She wants to graduate school to get there faster. Yep. yep. So eventually the actual comet, here is the shock factor of this anime. 
it's it took me for a loop. It was a big turn, completely shocking. It it just it blew me out of the water to find this. Mm-hmm. So what happens is the comet happens in Mitsuha's life. Yep. And Taki's in her body at this moment in time, right? Mm-hmm. So Taki's in the body. They're watching. No, no. The comet is on. They're in their normal bodies. Taki's right. on a date with the manager that you say, yeah. the girl. Yep, 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 yep. And she's jealous because she wants to be on the date with that girl. So mm-hmm. she, they both they both wake up and they're crying now because they're in their normal bodies. They don't want to be in their normal bodies anymore. They want to be in the bodies that they enjoy being in. Right. And they both have tears coming out of their eyes. They don't miss the li- their normal lives. But Taki goes on a date with this girl at the restaurant and she wakes up, she's crying. She's thinking, Oh, I guess he's probably on the date by now. I wanted to be the one to go on the date with her. Mm -hmm. And then Taki's wanting to be in her life. Right. So the comet festival is happening or the the autumn festival, I think is what they call it. We missed a whole section. (laughs) Taki was in Mitsuha's body. And they were doing the, what was it, the, it was like an event. I don't remember what the name of it is, but it was like an event with the grandma where they make the sake. Oh, yeah, and they take it to that they, little cave. Yeah, they chew up the rice, and they spit, spit it, it into out. the bottle, and, and it's and they bottle it, it up. And it becomes like alcohol. It's a right? ceremony. Yes, sake is an alcohol. Yeah. And it's fermented rice, I think is what it is. Okay. I, I enjoy drinking it. I don't know what it's made out of, but I enjoy drinking it. It'll get you <laughs> fucked people, up pretty damn quick. <laughs> people chew it. The up only problem is they're in these tiny little fucking bottles, these little baby bottles, and they cost like fourteen dollars a bottle. So it's oh like, my god! Yeah, I mean, I, I I like them, but they can it's be classic. Yeah. And then you get the and what's cool is like I have a set at home where it's like this little bottle, same as the bottle that I bought, but it's just like a little glass bottle, now, yeah. like where it's fa- it looks fancy. Yeah, like I get you. Little teacups. Okay, okay. And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's an honor for you to pour somebody else's drink. Right. So, anyway, they make the sake and they end up going on an adventure. Taki's in the body. He doesn't know anything that's going on. He doesn't understand the ritual, the ceremony. He doesn't understand any of it. Right. But he's starting to get into it because the grandma's teaching him. He's learning about the weaving of the braid, yeah. about how, like, the braid is everything time, the Everything comes is, together. Yeah, everything comes together, weaves into one, and that's yep. why they make these braids for the ceremony. Yep. So they end up venturing over to this lone tree in the middle of a. Was it? Was it a? It's a, it's a, a crater. Oh, it's it a crater. It was, okay. it was, oh yeah, because the, there was a crater that hit there. It was there was a meteor that hit there like yeah. 400 years before or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So that, there's one live tree inside of this crater that they go, and they. Put the sake in there in the cave in the cave and they around there but on the way there there's like braids around the trees leading the way there Mm -hmm. so they go in there the grandma's teaching taki about all the history of this land yeah and they drop off the sake they end up and he ends up transferring back into his body because she says who are you Mm -hmm. she questions who Mitsuha is. Right. And that's when he transfers back into his body and he wakes up. He has tears in his eyes. Like, why am I crying? Yeah. 
So now they're in their normal lives. And this is where we were beforehand, where they're in their normal lives. And the, now he has a date yeah. with the girl. Yeah. And she wants, and Mitsuha wants to be on this date with the girl. So she's crying because she's like, oh, I guess they're probably there now. Yeah. And she left the notes, of course, telling him what's going on. He's confused. He opens up his text messages. There's a message with hearts, the heart emoji. Mm-hmm. And then he reads the notes and he's like, oh, shit, I've got a date with what's her nuts. <laughs> what's her nuts? I don't think we have a really good her name, do we? I think we do. I just I, I don't I, I didn't take notes or anything like that for this. So it's kind of just I'm winging this. Oh, you're winging the <laughs> shit out of it, bro. But anyway, he's like, I got a date with what's her nuts. So he rushes, runs to the train station, meeting yep. at the train station. At this time, 10.30 a.m., something like that. They go to an art exhibit. And he's and nervous this whole he's time. He's nervous as shit because this isn't him. He's not the outgoing. Right. He's not the flirtatious guy. He doesn't want the girlfriend. He just wants to live his life. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they're at this art exhibit. and He's looking at the paintings. He's not interested. None of this is his thing. Right. But then all of a sudden, he hits the crater. Yeah. The picture of the crater. Yeah. And he's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. And he's just, he's staring at it, staring at it. And she's like, she tells him, you're not the same today as you were yesterday. yesterday. Mm-hmm. So whenever that happens, we clip over, I think, or no, they, they're at the bridge, I think, at the train station. Yeah, and he's, he's like, do you want to go grab some dinner? And she's like, no. No, I'm good. I'm, yeah, I'm good. I'm just going to go. Yep. So it was a shit date. Basically, yeah. And right around this time, he's thinking, oh, wow, the comet should be going overhead. Yeah. And then we go over to Mitsuha. And Mitsuha is prepping for her festival. Mm -hmm. And they get to the, and she's depressed because she wants to be on the date, but she's just laying there. And her friends call and they're like, where are you at? Mm -hmm. And then. And this is, is this where they quit switching? Yes. They quit switching. We're going to get to that. And this is where the shock factor is. Because what happens is she's depressed. She wants to be on the date, but her friends call her and they're like, where are you? And she's like, oh, I just don't feel like going. Yeah. But she has to. She, her family are the people that run the shrine. Yeah. Her dad is the mayor. Yeah. She has to go. Yep. So eventually she gets on, or we clip over to her friends sitting on a bench. And they're like, or her, her g- girlfriend is like, maybe she just didn't want to talk to you. <laughs> to the guy friend right and <laughs> so then all of a sudden she walks up and their their eyes just get real bug-eyed big and they look at her and she chopped all her hair off yeah she did i remember that now and you know okay okay it didn't look bad it didn't look bad no but so they end up walking to the festival and they're at the festival. Everybody's having a grand time. Everybody's at the vet street vendors. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the comet starts going overhead. And that's where we see it break. Yep. It breaks. And we don't see anything else. We clip back over to Taki. Taki's trying to call Mitsuha. No, no answers. The, the, the number's disconnected. Yeah, the number's completely disconnected. He wakes up the next day. He hasn't switched back to Mitsuha's body. And he's like, why? Why am I not switching back? And he's like, this was the last time that I'd heard about it. So I think, what was it? Three years pass? Well. Five years pass. I don't. You're, you're skipping way forward. Am I? Yeah. Because he goes through like a, this whole 
uh, phase of looking. Uh, he goes looking for her, don't he? Yeah, he goes looking for her, but does isn't that? No, that there's no time skip. Oh, I thought there was a time no. skip. He finds out that the meteor hit three years before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. All right, so he's depressed. He starts questioning why he's not going back to the bodies, and he starts to draw the mountains, yep. the village, the lake, and then he decides he's going to go to the train station to try to find Mitsuha. Mm-hmm. I think he just, I think he's in love now. I think that he wants to find her to expand on this. What's been going on? They he knows they know each other so well. Yeah. They know everything about their lives. He's trying to find her. Mm-hmm. Well, he shows up to the train station and the girl that he went on the date with and somebody else from his work, co-worker. Or his, his friend. Oh, was that his friend? Yeah, the, the one of the guys. Oh, okay. So his friend's there and he's like, I thought I told you to cover for me. And he's like, I got... Oh, everybody's I got your other friend. Yeah, to cover everybody's at in the on restaurant. It. Everybody's in on. It. He's like, I wanted this just between us. Nobody needed to know about it. But right. anyway, they go on the train with him to do whatever he's wanting to do. Mm-hmm. And he explains this plan to them to try to find it. But they're like, so you don't have any idea where she lives. You don't know the name of the town. All you know is the look of it. Yeah. And he has he drew this beautiful picture of the village, spot on. Yeah. And they're going from town to town out in. Just outside of Tokyo. Yeah, just outside of Tokyo looking for this place. And nobody seems to understand or know where to go or where this place is. Until they And then all of a sudden they eating, hit a restaurant. And lunch. this is the last one. They're about to go home. They're giving up. There's yeah. this is no more. And then all of a sudden, the owner of this restaurant, I think, his wife's serving. He's like, Oh, that's a great picture of such and such dot, place. Dot, dot. My husband's from there. Yeah, my husband's from there. And he's she calls him over, Honey, doesn't this look great? Yeah. And then he's like, that's yeah. And he goes, where is it? That's nearby. Right. And he's like, uh, that got blown up by the meteor yeah. three years ago. And he just goes into complete shock. Yep. So this is where my shock factor was, was he found out mm-hmm. he's been living a dead girl's life. Yeah. He's been swapping bodies with a dead girl. Yep. So that put me in a, put me for quite a spin. It me too. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yep. It kind of this this story kind of reminded me of uh, that Keanu Reeves movie. You ever seen uh, Lake House? No, I never saw that. It's uh, it's a it's a remake of a South Korean movie. Basically, it, what it is is uh, these two people live in this house. Time difference, you know what I mean? Yep. But the only way they can communicate is through this mailbox. They're writing each other's letters in this mailbox and they fall in love and it's kind of like this it's pretty cool okay that sounds pretty good so we go over and the manager or the owner of that restaurant takes him to where the village was yeah and it's all quarantined off gates all around private property do not enter and then we see taki almost in fucking tears basically Yep, he, he, walks through, yep, he walks through there. He sees the... He's walking up the hill. Everything's gone. Just a new crater. Obliterated yep. everything. And eventually they leave. He's going to... They go to a hotel. They can't make it back to Tokyo tonight. And the friends are helping him do research. He has all these books. 
He's reading all these articles about what happened. 300 plus dead from meteor crash. This was unexpected. The crater broke off when it wasn't supposed to. It broke off at its peak. And it landed straight on this village. So he's completely befuddled. He doesn't know what to do, what to say. He's He misses the life that he had. And he's heartbroken. Completely. <laughs> so then... They go to sleep. He passes out at the desk, and I guess in his head he had this wild thought, go to the tree. Go find the tree. Yep, go find the cave. Yep. So he leaves. He leaves a note for his friends on the desk saying, go back to Tokyo. I got to do something. So he's venturing, and he's circling. He's got circles on the maps of where this tree could be, and he finally finds it. He gets up the mountain. The tree's there. He walks down, states what the grandma said as he's walking down. I can't remember the exact quotes, but he's walking down there, and it's like whenever they skip over that little lake, he's like, okay, we're on the Never World or something like that. Neverland. I don't remember what it is. Yeah, so he crosses the plane, and he goes into the tree. He finds the sake. He drinks it. Now, remember, the sake is three years old. Or... Yeah, it's three years old now yep, because yep. she died. Yep. Nice and firm. Into yep. <laughs> so he blacks out from drinking it. Yep. And I guess drinking three-year-old saliva can do that. I don't know. <laughs> but he blacks out and he hits his head on the rock. And all of a sudden, boom, back in Mitsuha's body on the day of the comet. Yeah. And this is where he it's like, all right, I got to save the day. Yep. So he knows he needs to save the day. Yeah. So he goes, he's trying to find the friends. They have to come up with a plan Mm -hmm. to save the village. So he finds the friends and they're like, all right, they come up with this plan. We don't, I don't think we found out what it was quite yet until the night of the event. Yeah. So the night of the ceremony event thing, they go to the subplant power station. Mm-hmm. And they set the bombs because her guy friend can't remember his name either. He, he works, he works construction. Yeah, he works construction. And he has access to bombs for whatever reason. Yep. So they blow up the substation, and they sent the girlfriend to run the intercoms, telling everybody to evacuate, evacuate now, mm-hmm. and get them to the school. So they're saying, if yeah, you live in this area, this area, this area, this area, you need to evacuate to the high school now. Because the, the high school is just out of the blast radius. Yep, and remember that all these people are adults, mm-hmm. and they're having a good time at the celebration. They don't really care that the power went out. They're just they're still enjoying the festival. Right. So the stuff is going over the intercom. Nothing's happening. Mitsuha and her friend are, are talking Mitsuha friend are running through the village now yelling, yelling everybody needs evacuate, to go evacuate, evacuate now yep and then or no she meets the guy went to go do that she went to go see her father the mayor yeah so the may she's talking to the mayor and the mayor's she's saying you need to evacuate everybody like this is a serious thing everybody's going he's explaining that everything everybody's gonna die yep so and this the, is where the dad realizes that this isn't my daughter. Yeah, this isn't my daughter at all. This yeah. is somebody else. 
And so basically he kicks her out and Mitsu Hataki realize. Yeah. <laughs> Mitsutaki. Mitsutaki realizes that nobody can convince this man except for his daughter. Yeah. So at this point, what happens now? So they're they're running through the village and or he's running through the village telling everybody to evacuate mm-hmm. and his dad, I guess he's like the head of construction. Yeah. He gets on him, he's like, You've stopped now. You're done. Yeah. So they're just living the normal life and does the body switch happen again? Um the body switch so for some reason oh, she, she she goes up to the mountain. Yeah, they're they're already swa- she's in her body or he she's in his body at the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. She wakes up in the tree. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yep, 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 yep. So it she Taki's still in Mitsuha's body going up to the mountain. And then uh Mitsuha wake up in Taki's body and then they he comes out of the cave and then uh I think he walks up to the edge of the crater up on top of the mountain and everything and uh he is looking out and then at the same time, Taki and Mitsuha's body is walking back to the cave to find his body. Yeah. Because he wants to... They they meet. Yeah. that That's what his whole his whole journey was all about. Yeah. He wanted to see her. And then somehow they switch back into the so regular body. So what bodies. happens is they, they, they actually meet at the same time mm-hmm. on top of the crater. Mm-hmm. But Mitsuha is looking down mm-hmm. on the village. That isn't there anymore, right? Right. Mitsuha's and Taki's body looking down at yeah, present she's time. She's like, oh, what's going on here? She's in full shock and she's like, where's the village? Yep. And Mitsuha's at the top of the mountain trying to find his body, but they're running opposite directions. Yelling and each they, other's names. Yes, they're yelling each other's names and then they cross paths and they feel it. Yep. They can't see each other, but they feel that. So they turn around. Yeah, goosebumps. <laughs> I got goosebumps when that happened, bro. So then, that's when the body switch happens, correct? Yeah, that's when they the body switch happens, and they're all of a sudden, Mitsuha knows she needs to go, and she goes back down to the village real quick, right? Mm-hmm. And Taki's passed out on the mountain, I think. Taki Taki's passed out. He falls asleep on the mountain because he doesn't know what to do. Yep, he falls asleep. Yeah. So. Mitsuha's down there trying to convince everybody this is real, like this is what's going to happen. Yep. And she goes down to talk to her dad again. Correct? Yes, yes, yes. So And that's when he realizes, oh, okay, this is my daughter. Yeah, this is my daughter. So he actually does evacuate everybody to the school yep. himself. Yep. And then we clip over to Taki waking up on the mountain. Village is still destroyed. Very depressed. Yep. But he goes back into the city, and this is where the time skip happens, yep, right? The, yep, the five-year time yep, skip. This is where he becomes a businessman yep, and all he's that. a businessman, and he still has these thoughts every day. About this crew. Who is she? He can't remember her name. He can't remember name? what she looks like. Yep. He can't remember anything. Everything's just because he doesn't know anymore. Everything's yep. confusion. Yeah. He remembers the feeling, but he doesn't know who it is. Yep. He's always searching for something. Yep. But it turns out to be someone... Gosh, this is such a great movie. So then he's back to doing 
so he does he's he lives his daily life and he's on the subway right he's on the subway and he passes by her yeah he but he gets the feeling and so does she so she's alive yeah or no, he's he's looking at the clips now because he remembers that he did all the research and he can't remember why he was doing the research. Yeah, he doesn't remember why he was doing the research, but he knows he did the research and he sees now that five years later, it's like the what eighth anniversary now technically. Yeah, but it's no zero deaths, nobody died. It's yeah. a it's a mystery why the mayor evacuated the city all of a sudden. Right, and he realizes nobody died, but he still doesn't know who he's looking for. So whenever I got that, I was kind of I was kind of upset at the time because I thought that he was never going to find her. Really? I honestly thought that. I honestly thought that this movie was going to end with some sort of plot oh, twist. I knew it where was going to. He saved her, but could never he, see he her would again. never find her. You thought I I didn't that didn't cross my mind at all. I knew I thought that maybe just because it was to save her, it was yeah. okay for them not to meet. I mean, and that I thought would that was going to be a big plot twist at the end. I, that that would have been a good ending. It it, it would have been. I would have loved that. Yeah. But so I had that plot twist in my mind that you know this is going to end. Yeah. He finds out that there were zero deaths now. But he can never time. The history it. has been changed. Yep. The village was still destroyed. He was depressed about it, but now he doesn't remember anything at all because everything's different. Yep. History is different. Yep. So we see the article zero deaths, the hundred something injured, but it, when he passes, when they cross paths uh, at the train station, they I think they see each other, don't they? Yeah, they see each other. They get they get that feeling again, like they were on the mountain. Mm-hmm. And they look at each other. They're like, "Oh shit! I don't know who you are, but I know you." Yep. So they both sprint off the train. Yep, they're probably about a mile off from each other because one was going the other way and the other one was going the other way. Yep, so they're running through this town and somehow they figure out an exact pinpoint location. <laughs> like, there's 50 streets there and somehow they're both just panic running all over the city and they meet at the staircase in the middle of, I don't know how they fucking did it. I won't ever understand it, but you know. I might have given up after like the eighth street. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is some dedication on both of their parts. Yeah. They find each other pretty quick too. Though. Yeah. They found each other and they're just, she's on top of the staircase. He's on bottom. He's looking up. She's looking down. They cross on different sides of the railing. They pass, they get that feeling again, but they both ignore that feeling. Right. And yep. then all of a sudden he gets to the top. She's on the bottom. He, she's looking up. He's looking down and they're like, and he says, Hey, do, I, Do know? I know you? <laughs> and she's like, I think so. <laughs> and then that's that, right? And then that's that. That's the end of your movie. Yeah. We don't, we don't get to see the beautiful love life that was about to happen. The connection. No. But it was fantastic. Beautiful experience. Beautiful story. Beautiful anime. I mean, everything about it was oh, yeah, great. It was- I rated this a 9 out of 10. I did too. Did you? Yep. There was something missing in there for me. I can't really place my tongue on it, but I love this story so much, but I could not give it a perfect 10 out of 10. I couldn't either. Just 
I don't know what it was. I I just couldn't bring myself to do it. But yeah, but it was, a solid nine. Yeah, it was a solid nine, but it just wasn't like the perfect anime. But it was amazing. It. I gave it a nine just for the simple fact of how beautiful it was. <laughs> just for the looks, dude. The story was great. The characters were great. The the twists and turns and every everything about it was great. What caught me though was just how freaking gorgeous the animation was. It was every bit of thirty two million dollars. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, that whole that it was fucking amazing. Yeah, it was damn good. Nine out of ten. Recommend. Uh, I am completely with you on this. Everything you've said to everything. Yeah, I'm with you. Nine out of ten. Completely recommend to everybody. Even yeah. if you're only an action guy. I think oh. that you will like this. I think that you, your heart will start throbbing a little bit. Oh, dude! When I was when I got done watching it, I was like, I am fully satisfied. And yeah. I, you know me, I'm an action whack. Yeah, guy. I know. And you know, here's the thing: I don't get goosebumps that often. No. And the last time that I got goosebumps, <laughs> this is embarrassing to say, but the last <laughs> time I got goosebumps in an anime was Blue Lock. <laughs> 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 and you know it's such a shitty thing to get goosebumps over but like i don't know if it's because i know the feeling like i didn't play soccer i played baseball basketball and lacrosse yeah and i don't know if it was just the feeling of being in sports i got you and like the hype moment like you know you're about to fucking do something good yeah and asagi he found his like little quirk that yeah. he needed to do and he just he finally made that goal He's like second to dead last place in the rankings. I got you. And he found his mojo. Yeah, I got you. And like you. I knew that feeling. <laughs> and I just got fucking goosebumps in that moment. I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> so, and I haven't gotten goosebumps like that. Like this movie gave me. Yeah, I, it definitely it did. When they, when they crossed paths on the uh, mountaintop, that's when I got goosebumps. I was like, yeah. oh, this is for real happening. Yeah. No, I went in, like, I was so shocked whenever they found out that they died three years ago. Oh, yeah. And I was just like. Because even the friends were like, you don't remember this? And yeah. then the guy, then the owner of that restaurant was like, uh, yeah, that place is gone. Yep. And you know that he was heartbroken by it too. Yeah. He looked like Brock. You couldn't tell from his eyes because he looked like Brock from Pokemon. But <laughs> yeah. you could tell that he was feeling some sort of way when he saw that picture. Oh, yeah. Yep. All, all in all, is a damn good movie. Yep. I agree. Anyway, that's the end of it. And I hope that you guys have been watching your summer anime weeklies. I've been watching Ayaka, Dark Gathering, Eden Zero. I don't know if. It, I don't know if this is considered second quarter, right? like episode 18 of this season, but it's been a fantastic season for Eden Zero 2. We're about to get even more hyped in it. Hell yeah. And then I've been watching Helk. Helk is different. What's it about? It's it's a it's about this uh so they're in the demon world mm. and the demons are super powerful, but the humans are overtaking and they have like these human Valkyries, I guess is what I'd call them. Uh-huh. They took over Castle Orum, and there's this human guy, and they're having a competition who's going to become the next demon lord. But a human from the human world is competing oh, to become a demon, a demon king. Oh, nice. That's cool and that's all I'm going to leave it because I don't want to. Right. Wanna that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. It's different though, just yeah. because this dude's like OP as fuck. I guess. Oh, OP <laughs> it's one human, of those. Huh? 
It's one of those. I got you. But it's a good story. And I'm not caught up on this, but I have been watching it. Um, it's Reborn as a Vending Machine. How is that? Um, I've been wanting to it, know. It's actually pretty good. Is it really? I, it, for an isekai, I'm an isekai guy. You know that. Yeah, big isekai. But this, I did not expect to like it. I hated that that cell phone reborn as a cell phone or something like that. I can't even remember what the fuck it was called because it was that bad. <laughs> I, I hated it. And that's why I wasn't going to watch this. I didn't tell you guys I was watching this because I wasn't going to. Right. But I decided to give episode one a try. Yeah. And I enjoyed episode one. So I moved on to episode two and I've only watched through episode three. But it's pretty good. Is it? I actually like Is it, it funny? It's it's pretty fun. Right. And it, it there's like there's purpose behind this vending machine and it's bringing it. He's bringing this purpose to this fantasy world. I got gotcha. you. It, it's pretty good. I got gotcha. you. And then I hope you guys have been keeping up with Jujutsu Kaisen season two, because we're going on a little break right now due to coming into the Shibiar. So mm. we got to view Gojo's young life. Really? Yep. With Ghetto and. Um, was it good? It, it was great. Yeah, yeah it have, was a great I story. I actually bought Gojo's glasses, his sunglasses. Wow, those are gonna look good on you, right Dude, there. I'm, I'm so excited for them. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna look goofy as hell. Look, oh fuck yeah, I am. Hell yeah. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna dye my hair white. I'm just gonna bleach it and then spike my hair up. <laughs> yeah, right. That's my boy. That's right. But liar, liar! If you guys have not been watching that, you guys should start. That is actually a pretty good gaming sort of like tabletop game anime oh okay so if you guys liked um shit i can't remember the name of it never mind but anyway liar liar is pretty good if you like tabletop (laughs) gaming it's very competitive it's pretty good oh no game no life is what i'm thinking about if you guys like no game no life you guys will like liar liar i think i haven't seen that only thing that bothers me is that mid battles people look like cardboard cutouts watching (laughs) Oh no! <laughs> but besides that fact, pretty good anime, pretty good story. I think that it it's got me on my toes sometimes. I got you. And then Shoku Tensei season two. I am not recommending this to Kyle because he would not like it. I don't think. But it is one of my favorites, even though it is sometimes it can be a hard watch in certain moments in time. What is it? Shoku Shoku Tensei. What's it about? Um, a forty-year-old virgin castaway basically died and got reborn into a baby oh okay. i told you about uh, this yeah. and it, was, it made you feel a little uncomfortable oh yeah, yeah yeah i remember now yep great anime we're starting to see old boy come into his own in this new life and I got starting to take the role of himself it seems like i got you yep and then if you guys have been watching reign of the seven spell blades i've been super hyped every week for this anime it has been amazing I hope you guys catch on to this one as well. And if you guys are a fan of Aroni Kenshin, the old one, and the lives, honestly, I like the lives. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of live action anything anime, no, but I like the live one for this because I think it was more doable than Death Note and really? these other ones. Yes. But the live one was pretty good. And I hope you guys are watching the remake of Aroni Kenshin because it has been beautiful as well. I would say that the story is somewhat a little bit different. Not the story itself is different, but mm-hmm. honestly, I hate the way that Kenshin talks in this, though. Really? Yes. Because he's, he's like always, this is the way. This is this, the way. This is how it is. And it's you. just that it's annoying. Mm-hmm. It irritates me a little bit that he says it so much. 
Uh, he just repeats it after every sentence, basically. Oh, that's terrible. Yep. And then Adelir Ryza. I don't know if any of you guys are a fan of this, but I used to play the games back in the day. This is based off a video game, if you didn't know Insane. I didn't know that. Yes, this is based off a video game. It's an alchemy video game, basically. And so it's pretty cool. And, you know, the best part about this is Ryza's thighs. <laughs> little little plump. <laughs> and it's thick. Yeah, it's little thick thighs. and. Thick thighs save lives. That's right. Anyway, that's I've enjoyed the anime too. I mean, it it's a little slow. I don't think you'd like it too much, mm-hmm. but it's a little slow. But you, it's starting to pick up a little bit too now with the team bonding and all this other stuff. Right, I got you. And then we got Zom One Hundred, fucking amazing. Mint, mint for summer. I would recommend to everybody that's into anything zombie. What I found weird though was I was scrolling through Netflix the other day, and we have the anime Zom One Hundred, right? They're releasing weekly, too, which is different for Netflix. Really? They're releasing them weekly. And then I don't know if it was the Korean Netflix, but they created a live action Zom 100, which is a movie. Really? But I have not watched it yet, but I plan to watch it today to see if they skipped ahead past the anime. I got you. Oh, that ought to be interesting then. Yep. I didn't know that. (laughs) Damn microphone. (laughs) Boy. Anyway, the random anime we will be watching next week is Suppose a Kid from the Last Dungeon Boonies Moved to a Starter Town. This anime sounds awful already. Long ass name. Released January 4th, 2021. Average score 6.25. Episodes 12. Based off a light novel. Streaming on Crunchyroll, Funimation, 9Anime. Hope to see you guys next week. Okie Anime out.